you can listen to The Front on your smart speaker every morning. To hear the latest episode, just say, play the news from The Australian. From The Australian, this is an episode of our daily news podcast, The Front. I'm Kristen Amiot. Australia and Pakistan will go head-to-head in the opening match of the Summer Test Series on Thursday. The West Test is happening at Perth Stadium, with Lance Morris the only newcomer in the World Cup winning squad led by Captain Pat Cummins. But while the weather is unlikely to disrupt play on day one, the first test is happening under a cloud of controversy, and it's all about the selection of veteran opener David Warner. Warner was sensationally criticised by his former teammate and retired fast bowler Mitchell Johnson in a column penned for the West Australian newspaper. Johnson said Warner's recent form has left little to be desired, and he argued he doesn't deserve a hero send-off because he never fully owned his part in the 2018 ball-tampering scandal dubbed Sandpapergate. The withering attack set the cricket world ablaze. On Tuesday, former coach Justin Langer said Johnson's public criticism broke an unwritten rule of the cricketing fraternity. I believe in a simple ethos of praise in public, criticise in private. In other words, if you want to say something publicly, be positive and use the opportunity to praise the person you're talking about. In contrast, if you want to criticise someone, look them in the eye and tell them how you are feeling. But the whole debacle hasn't done anything to dampen Warner's enthusiasm. Wouldn't be a summer without a headline, would there? It is what it is. Everyone's entitled to their own opinions. In today's episode, Fox cricket expert Brad Haddon weighs in on the test match that's got everyone talking. Yeah, I think that was exactly the squad that everyone is expecting. This team's done a lot over the last six months. They've won the World Test Championship in a dominant display over India. They retained the Ashes in England, which is no mean feat. And this team now knows how to play well together and how to win together. So to me, the surprise and the really exciting thing about the squad was young Lance Morris. Lance Morris is the only member of Australia's 14-man test squad not to have played at the one-day International World Cup in India. The 25-year-old quick bowler is known as the wild thing, and for good reason. He's someone that bowls up around 150 k's, and that's a unique thing in cricket. There's not many players around the world that can get to that sort of speed, and that creates anxiety straight away for the opposition when you're facing someone like that. We're really impressed with him, and Morris is going to bowl again here. Another short one and he's out! Chopped on! Tim Payne is disgusted with himself. Lance Morris has come within a hair's breadth of a baggy green once before. He was called up as an injury replacement in a test against the West Indies last summer and stayed on the roster for the South Africa Test Series that followed, as well as the Border Gavaskar Trophy in India. He never made the starting 11 and his hopes of an international debut were dashed soon after by a back injury. I don't expect him to play with the three fast bowlers there in Pats, Josh and Mitchell. West Australian fast bowler Lance Morris is remaining realistic. The wild thing admitted he's unlikely to feature in the opening match of the series, but is ready should anything happen to fellow quick Mitchell Stark. 
But what it does do, it gives him a taste of what being an Australian cricket is about. There's a different intensity that comes with playing cricket for Australia, and he'll get a taste of that over the summer. Been around the squad, you've got three great mentors there to teach him about what it takes to be an Australian cricketer and what the occasion is when you do get your chance to pull on that baggy green cap. So I'm excited to see him around the squad. In that sense, FaceTime with some of the world's best players is just as important as game time. When you get put into to a squad, you might be the 13th or 14th player, it becomes addictive. You want more, you, you want to be a part of it. And, and he'll go away at night time, he'll talk to his family and, and friends and say, I want to be a part of this. So he, he'll get all those feelings without playing a match, but that'll hold him in good stead for the months to come because at some stage he'll get an opportunity. I just don't think it'll be in the first test. Pakistan has a few reasons to feel confident going into the West Test at Perth Stadium on Thursday. They recently won a test series against Sri Lanka 2-0. And he get his third. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Brilliant from Nasim Shah. Pakistan, wrap it up. It's been a wonderful performance. The Prime Minister's 11, played in Canberra over the weekend, ended in a draw, but the tourists said that was down to a slow, soggy pitch. That'll be the century for the Pakistan captain, Shah Massoud. Come back for three. At the World Cup, Pakistan's performance wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great either. But not unlike the Australians, it's off the pitch that Pakistan are dealing with controversies and chaos of their own. The sports governing body has been without a CEO for a year, and its boardroom is starting to resemble a revolving door. The chairman of selectors quit in the middle of a World Cup. Their captain and coach were recently shown the proverbial door too. It's a big old mess, but Fox cricket expert Brad Haddon says Pakistan has been known to thrive in chaos. So there's a lot going on, but the one thing when you play Pakistan is the unpredictability nature of, of the way they play the cricket. You've got players like Baba Azan, you've got Afridi with the new ball, who can be dangerous with early wickets, but they're a really hard team to plan for. And they get a bit of confidence, they're really good front runners, but if you can get on top of them early, they sometimes find it hard to get back in the game. I'd expect Australia to be pretty dominant through the three test matches, but you just don't know what this Pakistan cricket team's going to bring. And that's happened forever and a day. So it'll be hard planning for, for, for the Aussies, but if they start well, I think it'll be hard for Pakistan to get into the series. The Pakistan men have lost their last 14 tests in Australia. And with the wild thing Lance Morris angling for an international berth in his hometown, they're going to have their work cut out. But win or lose, one thing is for sure. Pakistan bring with them some of the most passionate cricket fans going. I think you only have to look back at the 2020 World Cup in Australia when India played Pakistan at the MCG and it was sold out. And the one thing that Pakistan cricket fans will bring, no matter where the game's heading, is passion and noise. They enjoy their cricket, they love their Pakistan cricket team, but they also like the Aussies. They also like to, to see the Aussies do well, but they'll be boisterous, they'll appreciate good cricket, but they'll want their team to perform well, and, and if not, they'll take it to heart. Brad Haddon is a Fox cricket expert. 
You can catch all the action and analysis from the West Test at theaustralian.com.au and you can find The Front wherever you got this podcast. Just search for The Front and hit follow or subscribe to hear the latest every day. G'day, it's Matty Johns here from the Matty Johns Podcast. Now, each week on a Wednesday, I'm going to talk rugby league, bringing listeners to the very latest from the NRL, including insight analysis from one of the sharpest minds in the game, Cooper Cron. Plus, on Fridays, we'll bring you inside the Johns family household. When I googled electric eel, it came up with the most frequently asked questions. First one was, can I power my house with electric eels? <laughs> Whether it's uh, NRL or laughs, there's something in this podcast for everyone. Search for the Matty Johns Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.